The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. This is the 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross on 630 Chad. It's the time of the season. Love runs high in this time. The zombies this afternoon. Um, one of the bands, artists that have been or will be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Um, they've decided uh, which musical artists will be entering uh, this year and or actually in 2019 because the ceremony is on March 29th. Um, the zombies on the list, Roxy Music, The mm-hmm. Cure, yep. Def Leppard. Uh, Stevie Nicks. Stevie Nicks is already in with Fleetwood Mac, but Stevie Nicks is going in. She's the only woman to go into the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame twice. Twice, that's right. Janet Jackson and Radiohead. So you'll hear from them this afternoon. You who didn't get in this year? Rage Against the Machine, <laughs> Kraftwerk, MC5, LL Cool J, and Devo. Whip it. Who is <laughs> MC5? I don't know. Dustin, do you know what MC5 is? I do not. Okay. Mm. All right. Could be the problem right there. They're a rock band formed in 64. They're a rock band really? formed in 64. Well, what's Legend- their number one tune? Le- legendary, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Just because we haven't heard of them. Although I know. We did get, that's a quite a cross-section of demographic, though. We have uh, male, female, young, old. I'm the old, and none of us have heard of them. Did, did Are you on the Wikipedia page there? Yeah, Google. Oh, Google. And what's their big hit? Even Wikipedia doesn't know. Eh? All right. You keep looking. The inductees, search, by the way, they're, they're chosen based on a variety of criteria. The artist's musical influence on mm-hmm. other artists, length and extent of the artist's career, <laughs> and innovation and uh, superiority in style and technique in the artist's work. Only eligible to enter the hall 25 years after the release of their first album or singles. There you go. Janet Jackson, Stevie Nicks, Def Leppard, The Cure. Mm. There must be quite a few Jacksons in that Hall of Fame, you would think. Well, yeah, there. And Janet had said that she's, um, yeah, her brothers, um, as a Jackson Five, were inducted in '97. Michael, as a solo artist in 2001. So mm. they probably have their own wing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, at three o'clock this afternoon, we're going to be talking with Ian O'Donnell, the executive director of uh, the uh, Edmonton Downtown Business Association. Remember the other day we were talking about uh, panhandling mm-hmm. uh, downtown and that um, the the brouhaha that happened at uh, the one uh, the one cafe downtown where he put up a sign that said no panhandlers anyway, uh, and there was a Twitter storm over that. Um, they did a survey recently, and a majority of respondents actually said that panhandling was um, their number one problem. Th- what they're right? most worried about yeah. more than homelessness and drug use. So we're going to talk about talk to Ian about what they're doing, how they're trying to handle it, what can they do. There you go. So uh, speaking of having their own wing, I think you said of the Jacksons. This is an interesting story about what's going on with WestJet right now and predatory uh, pricing. Have you seen the story? I have. They're up in front of the competition bureaus, and here's the reason. So Flair Airlines says they've lost $10 million as a result of predatory pricing Mm. and scheduling by WestJet. Now, WestJet did not have a great financial year last year, and... Uh, I know that their uh, president or their CEO has promised shareholders that it's, this is going to be a much better year for them, but this could be a, a stumbling block for them. 
Uh, Flair Airlines uh, Chief Executive Jim Scott says, quote, whenever we go into a market, WestJet or Swoop will go into the same market with a lot of inventory at low cost. Um, now, the federal court has ordered uh, WestJet, along with Swoop, to provide the Competition Bureau with detailed pricing and other records, including email. So uh, I could continue reading from the article, but I'll just tell you instead. So typically you think of, well, wait a minute, that's a good thing, isn't it? Competition's a good thing. Yeah. But in unfair competition is not a good thing, and here's why. The idea behind competition bringing prices down is that they bring prices down long-term, not short-term. Predatory pricing involves a company that's the biggest in the market or one of the biggest in the market. WestJet's not the biggest, but a, a giant in the market using that ability to uh, sustain mm-hmm. losses to drive competition mm-hmm. out. And it's uh, that's not good for uh, travelers. The accusation, by the way, applies to three routes. Out of Edmonton. Out of Edmonton. Edmonton to Abbotsford, Edmonton to Hamilton, and Edmonton to Winnipeg. Mm-hmm. Um, and therein lies the problem. And that's why I know we've talked in the past about, you know, how difficult it is to enter into the market of uh, passenger air passenger travel. And this is the reason, because the big boys can um, can use this predatory pricing to keep you out of the market. And the funny thing is, there's a rule of thumb, basically, and here's why, I'll tell you in a second why it's funny, but there's a rule of thumb. It's sort of like dumping, if you're familiar with uh, dumping. You can't sell into the market. Uh, you know, like the United States cannot sell into the market at costs lower than what it costs them to produce or to sell in their domestic market, right? That's dumping. And they do it to get rid of excess um, capacity. In the case of Canada and air travel, you there's a rule of thumb that you can't price uh, a, tr- a, a route at a level which is uh, questionably less than it would cost you to be on that route. So in other words, you can't purposefully lose money mm. on a route. And the reason there is that rule is because WestJet got that rule when they took on Air Canada. <laughs> so it's interesting that years they later, they turn around and they're getting caught by the rule that basically yeah. they helped create. Yeah, it was interesting. Some of these flights, um, you know, from year to year, and they talk about the the, the pricing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the year before it was $149, and then this year, whatever it was, was $69. Yeah. I mean, that's that's dramatic. That's dramatic. It is. And, you know, the, honestly, because on the one hand, you hear from the airlines, all of the airlines, that the reason for all these additional fees for, uh, you know, for your bag, for your carry-on, for your pillow, for your blanket, yeah. for your... It's because the costs have gone up and up and up and up, and they have to somehow compensate, and they're they're lagging far behind all airlines around the world. So you hear all of that, and then you say, okay, so how did you drop your price then from $149 down to $69 on a route that coincidentally... Uh, a low-cost airline was trying to yeah. get into. Now, it's hard to say what the outcome of this will be. I know I have had some personal experience with the Anti-Competition Bureau when they tried to break Yuck Yucks up because mm. Yuck Yucks, same situation. Yuck Yucks was a dominant force in the comedy industry. Um, some comedians, not myself, uh, took them to the Competition Bureau to suggest that they were keeping independent comedy clubs out of the market uh, by tying up all the comedians and by pricing uh, in the same way, uh, predative pricing, they won. The comedians won, and they were awarded one dollar. <laughs> so it was like, okay, in principle, we agree with you, but you, you know, you're so on your own after you're on this, your own, right? So it's hard to say what will become of this. At the other extreme, could be a situation where if WestJet is using Swoop 
um, specifically to go after other low-cost airlines like Flair, and this is le- unlikely to happen. But at the other end of the spectrum would be that they have to diversify Swoop, that they have to sell off Swoop because they're using Swoop to compete with other uh, low-cost airlines. It's unlikely to happen, but that's what's on the table. Uh-huh. So WestJet has to appear. A vice president is going to appear before yeah. the anti-combines, or not anti-combines, the competition bureau. And we'll see what happens after that. In the meantime, those of you who got that $69 flight last year, like, what? That's what happened? That's what was going on? (laughs) We've seen it before, right? I'm I'm old Mm. enough to remember when WestJet entered the market with like half a dozen planes and Air Canada did the exact same thing. And their hub was Hamilton. They were trying to avoid the charges associated with being Toronto. Um, But I remember, and I'm sure our listeners do too. Do you remember this, folks? When you could get like a $29 ticket to Calgary. You're like, are you kidding me? Like, that's less than a bus. Yeah, you know, it, well, air travel in Canada, and we've, we've had this conversation before, um, it, it is uh, so very expensive to travel, oftentimes in, in, in Canada. And, mm-hmm. you know, my family asks all the time, you know, why aren't you coming home this summer or why aren't you, com- or why aren't you coming home at Christmas time? Well, a flight from here to Sault Ste. Marie at Christmas time, uh, depending on when you're booking at it, if you're lucky, you might get it for $800 mm-hmm. a person. Um, otherwise, yeah, you're looking at almost two grand and you can go somewhere else uh, warmer <laughs> and a whole lot nicer yep. than Sault Ste. Marie. And when WestJet yeah. first started, WestJet flew into Sault Ste. Marie and it was fantastic. And and it was like the revival of the Sault Ste. Marie airport at that time because people were thrilled that they had another choice. I flew yep. WestJet once and then, oh, can't do it because uh, the market wasn't um, uh, sustainable uh, there for them. So yeah, right now it's you fly from here all the way to Toronto and then take the little the little dash not even is it the dash eight all the way yeah. back it's the little putt putt one so and let's not it's forget that uh, Flair who initiated this complaint against WestJet they're Edmonton based they're an Edmonton based company uh, I know somebody had texted something about uh, Air Canada Air Canada has nothing to do with Flair their uh, low cost uh, airline is Rouge that's right yeah which so, one's Swoop Swoop is uh, WestJet's new uh, low cost airline it, it seems like WestJet, and I don't know if they've got a new person in charge of pricing or whatever position that it, you know entails pricing. It seems like they've stumbled a little in the last year. And as I said earlier, their financial returns have been very poor last year. And they, they say they're going to rebuild them, but they blamed it on labor disruptions and uh, costs rising and, and other things. But anyone who likes going to hot destinations like uh, Las Vegas, Florida, Arizona... WestJet changed their schedule so that you couldn't take a WestJet flight to those destinations. You could take a Swoop flight. It was less expensive than than what had been charged. So that was the incentive, right? Look, you can save money. But there's people, myself included, uh, I'm prepared to pay the extra thirty dollars to be on a seven thirty seven that leaves here at a decent time than to be crammed two, onto yeah, Swoop. two inches more leg room, right? Now. And leave at one in the morning or, mm. or whatever to get into Vegas. I'm not interested. Well, you know what? As we go to break here, what will cost you is a space flight. More than six hundred people <laughs> have committed up to a quarter million dollars for a ride on Virgin Galactic's uh, spaceship, and they had some good news mm-hmm. over the past twenty four hours. Details coming up. Back in high school, Dustin. 
dance, Andrew? Let's just say I am. <laughs> it's radio. <laughs> uh, Janet Jackson, again, uh, among the um, inductees going into uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That ceremony, March 29th at Brooklyn's Barclays Center. Uh, Janet Jackson uh, joins her brother Michael and the Jackson Five in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So we were talking about predatory pricing mm-hmm. with, uh, you know, alleged predatory pricing with WestJet and uh, Flair Airlines um, uh, raising their concerns there, was talking about uh, space flight. And, we're, and we've seen over the past uh, couple of years how this has creeping up, not even creeping up, I mean, it's leaps and bounds at how far they've come, whether it's, uh, you know, Virgin Galactic, whether it's uh, Elon Musk, or um, is it Jeff Bezos? Um, And so Virgin Galactic, uh, today, their tourism spaceship, they're thrilled, it climbed to more than 80 kilometers above the Mojave Desert, reaching what they call, what the company considers the boundary of uh, space. So it got up to 82 kilometers before beginning uh, its descent and landed on the runway minutes later. I am amazed by this stuff. And it's, um, you think about it, like, would you do it? Would you do it if you had a quarter of a million dollars just to, you know, throw no, out I, there? No, I can think of a million other things I'd rather do with okay, a quarter so, of a million dollars. Okay, so what if it was, okay, but what if it was uh, 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 the same flight as, or the same price as a flight to um, Vegas? Would you do it? Yeah, I, to be honest with you, I'd still be hard-pressed. to. If it was free, yeah, for the experience, but if I can go to Vegas or go into space for what, what are we doing? Twenty-minute flights here. I mean, how oh, long are these flights? Yeah, that's eh, still a lot of money. I'm very cheap when it comes to <laughs> to that. <laughs> More than six hundred people have committed up to two hundred and fifty grand for rides that include several min- minutes of weightlessness and a, a view of the uh, Earth below. So uh, this is uh, this is really really cool. You know, when when Chris Hadfield was in town uh, last time. Uh, he was talking about how far they've come in a short time, really, with, with um, you know, space tourism. And someone had asked him if he would do it. And it's Chris Hadfield. He's like, of course, sure. I'm going to, you know, would do it. But he says, when you think about it, when, when um, commercial airlines, when passenger airlines start, it's the same sort of thing. Someone at some point had to say, okay, uh, I'm going to get on a, a jet with a whole bunch of other passengers and, and trust that this is going to work. Well, yeah, it's not like you're sitting in a regular aircraft and, you know, flying into space. Like, it's like it the way it works, you know, plane takes off and then jettisons this yeah, rocket yeah. ship. When, into it. Yeah, and if you see pictures of the inside, it looks a lot like the rockets or the ships that you see, you know, Hatfield did and mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Um, do I trust the safety of it, especially Yet? the beta version? Mm, no. no. They've had accidents in the past. Oh, they people have, have lost people their have lives. Died, yeah. yeah. And these are test pilots who That's were, right. you know, testing things out. One uh, ship, as I recall, completely broke up mm-hmm. during, um, you know, during his test. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm just, I don't know. It, it, it's like, you know, when we talk about, well, if you won the lottery, what would you do? But, yeah, if I had, you know, an inexhaustible amount of money sure i'll add that to the bucket list down the road let's let's get a few successful flights up and around it might be an interesting perspective but oh i think it would be really cool but you, again, so I'm, in other words you would do it 
Um, I would do it once I know that it's fairly safe. <laughs> I, I'm not sure. Again, I, mm-hmm. I don't want to be. And the price the tag is quarter of a million right now. Oh right? yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, when it gets down to like two hundred and fifty dollars each way, I can. Well, you have to wait it. for a seat sale. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or for we, swoop. We've got to wait for the discount airline. To come in. <laughs> exactly. So it'll be years down the road. But I think uh, I think it would be fascinating. I think uh, I think uh, space travel. That's, that's, that's that, never that's been a, my oh, thing. And see, that would be top of my bucket list. Yeah. Would be to would be to go into space and I don't know, spend a week on the on the space station or something. I think that is wow. Is this an unfair characterization on my part that anyone who can afford because you still have to pass a health. Mm. Uh, a rigorous health test and oh, yeah. training in order to be able to go on this. So, yeah. is it my am I misrepresenting this that when I think that people who could afford a quarter of a million might have difficulty. Well, you know, I, I'm not sure how I, I'm not sure how strict the the rules and, and guidelines are. It's not like you're going to live in space for no, but for you, six months. You have you're to going be able up to take the pressure minutes. of leaving the atmosphere and. Well, yeah. So for what they said, for a couple of minutes, you'll mm-hmm. you'll feel weightlessness before you come back down to earth. Well, I think it's most people who can there. afford a quarter of a million dollars for a thrill ride, they can have pretty good lawyers. So I I'd be you can pay off someone to yeah. <laughs> to sign it off. Well, maybe Richard yeah. Branson saying yeah he's going to be one of the first ones on it when it's uh, finally done. So Yes. Uh, actually, <laughs> didn't he declare that uh, that space now belongs to his airline? Um, I think his words were space is virgin territory. That's right. And he, uh, I think the two pilots who successfully did this test, he gave them their space wings. So you know how pilots all have yes. their little flight wings. So they got their space wings. I would suspect that um, Elon Musk over there at SpaceX might... Uh, I'd like to see the two of them go yeah. head, head, duke it out. Uh, you can get a hold of us anytime at 630-630. You can give us a call at 496-0063. Michelle Obama tickets, Michael Bublé tickets still to come. We'll continue to count down or take a listen to uh, the inductees into this year's Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, all put together by our brilliant op, Dustin, today. Thank mm. you very much, sir. Um, we'll take a break here for the 3 o'clock news. The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. 911 on a new night Thursday March 14th on Global stream on Stack TV